1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Super Scoreboard. The will he, won't he, David Turnbull saga continues as St Mirren finally confirm what we all knew, that Oren Kearney is no longer their manager. And Scottish football now has the Tunnock's Caramel Wafer Cup. Yeah, and that certainly takes a biscuit tonight, Alison. And I um, think we'll get a few calls on that. And uh, nice to get a, a new sponsor in. And uh, thank you for bringing a few in tonight. But uh, I think the big stories will be about... I stood here last Friday, delighted for young Turnbull, going to Celtic. Thought it was a great move mm. for three parties, Celtic, Turnbull and obviously Motherwell. And uh, as I stand here tonight, we don't really know what the outcome is. Uh, we know there's obviously been something flagged up in the medical. We do believe it's a slight problem with the knee. I think both clubs will sit down and try and get a way around this. But the one thing for me is when everybody talks about this, this saga's been going on about the young lad and money and everything. This is a 19-year-old boy that thought last Friday when he put pen to paper, that was it, that was the end of it. I'm looking forward to my career. I want to get out there and show every Celtic fan what I can do. And unfortunately, the boy's sitting in a situation just now, he doesn't know where he's going. I really feel for him. He's 19, remember this, a young kid at 19. You look over the other side of the city, Rangers doing a lot of business in the transfer market, you know, over in Portugal preparing for a new season. Just uh, listening to Stephen Gerrard, delighted the way things are going over there. Um, so they'll be happy with that. And then you look at uh, just not too far from here, once again, looking for another manager. And we do believe that manager will be Jim Goodwin of Allo, ex-St. Mirren player. I am Alison Conroy and joining me on tonight's show is Gordon DL. Remember, you can give us a call 0141 951 1025 or tweet us at Clyde SSB. And you guys, come on, you are a creative bunch. We know we have got the Tunnock's Caramel Wafer Cup. So on Twitter, you can give us your other Scottish confectionery trophies. I'm sure there's quite a few you could come up with. Gordon, I want to talk a little bit more about this David Turnbull deal. It's still hanging in the balance. It was... He's definitely going. No, he's going to Norwich. No, he's definitely going to Celtic. He's having a medical. It'll be confirmed on Friday. Now there's a problem and it's going back and forward. Are Celtic, rightly, I suppose, if it's a £3 million deal, being wary and want to know exactly what the issue is? £1 million. Um, of course they're They're paying a lot of money. They're taking a young talent on board. Uh, nowadays, Alison, everything that, you know, when you go and sign for a club the size of Celtic, you know, they, they make sure that they do every test possible. They make sure everything's right. Now, something's flagged up in the lad's knee. And it can't, only in my opinion, it can't be that bad because the boys finished the season off on a high. If he was still with Motherwell, he would probably be doing pre-season. But the problem is, when you're taken for a medical now, every small detail's checked. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's a case of the boy might need a small operation yeah, and I think that's where the problem now arises and we keep them out for what we're thinking around 10 to 12 weeks we can speculate now yeah. we don't really know Alison um, it's up to them but I think the two clubs will sit down there's always ways of getting around this and remember he's better getting this done just now if it is a small problem than waiting to two three years down the line mm-hmm. when it gets worse and then you think well I should have addressed it 
when I had the opportunity to address it. Unfortunately, the young boy's football career just now is in a bit of tatters. And that's why I feel sorry for this boy. He doesn't deserve any of this. You know, he's just a boy with a great talent that was brilliant last year for Motherwell. Celtic have come in, wanted to take him on board. The boy wants to go and play for Celtic. Motherwell were happy with the money. But unfortunately, that's just the way of the world. And nobody will sign those contracts off unless every party is yeah. happy with Thampton. Celtic did have a situation a couple of seasons ago. It was the summer of 2017. They agreed a fee with South African Rivaldo Coetze. Then he failed a medical due to a foot problem. They didn't sign him and he ended up being out for a season and a half. Now, we're not saying David Turnbull's issue is like that, but it shows what could happen if you sign a player without doing these medicals and there is an issue you're not aware of. And that's why Celtic have got to be really careful in this situation. They're dealing with a lot of money. Uh, they're dealing with originally, you know, paying, the la- uh, paying Motherwell in the region of £3 million. There may be add-ons to that if mm-hmm. the boy had to move on. Also, you've got to take into consideration the boys' wages over that term of contract. So Celtic are quite within their rights to say, no, we we want to make sure that we are 100% sure that everything is, you know, all the boxes are ticked here. It's not just David Turnbull. When you go to a club, that's what happens. Years gone by, we had this this scenario, remember, with John Hartson, Mm -hmm. reportedly going to Rangers, failed the medical, turns up at Celtic, and look what happened to him. Nowadays, it's completely different, Alison. You have got to make sure every box ticked. But once again, I will repeat it, I feel for a young lad, Turnbull. I really do. 01419511025 is the number. Alec in Motherwell has given us a call about David Turnbull. Hello, Alec. Hello, how are you doing? Thanks Good. for taking my call again. You're uh, Gordon, mm. I phoned last week, I don't know if you can remember, I phoned you last week and I said to you about uh, young Turnbull. Yeah. If he really wanted to go to Celtic, why is he away doing to Norwich? And, that, and you've answered that fine, okay, I mm. accept what you said. But, you know, just think there's something sus going on here. It's took a, have you ever known an, another player in the history of Scottish football to take as long to sign with a team? No, it and, just, and, and that, it just doesn't seem to add up. Yeah, like I know that there'll be a million stories out there. Of course, there will. There'll be different stories about what his injury is. You know, what Celtic want to maybe pull out the track. I don't. I, it's nothing like that. What I'm led to believe it was just simple. Everything was was done and dusted on Friday. The only thing that was missing was the medical. The most important thing, and obviously this little problem has flagged up. And Celtic, quite right, quite rightly so, have taken a step back and said, look, we're not going forward to this until we're 100% happy. And that's just the way it is. But all the the things that went on before it and, you know, the talk of the lad was wanting more money and why he's away down to Norwich, we thought that had all gone. We thought that David Turnbull would be on the flight away with Celtic looking forward to his career. Unfortunately, I really do feel for this young lad at this moment in time. I hope it can get resolved. It's up to Motherwell and Celtic to sit down. There's always there's always things you can put in contracts that can, that can safeguard both clubs. I don't know the fine details of that, so I'm not going to sit and guess it, but there'll certainly be fine, you know, details in contracts that can safeguard clubs. I just think, Gordon, he's put his uh, himself in a situation where see if Celtic draw out it and say, nah, he's no fit, he's got a problem here, we're not willing to take the chance. I kind of see Norris going to come back for him because I think he's cut his bridges there. Mm. Uh, 
the boy could end up then just saying, well, I've nowhere else to go. I'll need to stay at my Is it a situation, Gordon, that this could have happened anyway? He didn't go as far as a medical at Norwich, so it would have flagged up wherever uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. nowadays, uh, I was just going to say that to Alex, I totally understand what he's saying, that he could end up back at Motherwell, whatever. But no matter if he'd have went to Celtic or Norwich or any other English club that was looking at David Turnbull, this would have flagged up. That's what they do now. They check every single thing. And it would have flagged up and it was how the clubs are going to address it. So it's basically a situation now. The young boy's sitting in the middle. He's in limbo. And it's up to the two clubs to decide how they are going to address this and how they're going to move forward with it. Thank you to Alec and Motherwell for his call. A quick look on Twitter. I did ask for your Scottish confectionery trophies. Gordon, you'll remember these. Macintosh's Golden Cup. Beautiful. Yeah, I remember them, yeah. Lovell will give you that one. That's a, a great name for a trophy, mm-hmm. but I don't think they make them anymore, do they? No, I don't eat things like that, listen. <laughs> Only on a Saturday at the football. <laughs> <laughs> um, Celtic are playing a pre-season friendly at the moment as well in Austria. I'll give you the starting 11 quickly. It was Hazard in goal. Ralston, Simonovic, Welsh, Hayes, Coffey, Christie, Okoflex, Miller, Sinclair and Griffiths. I think the big one there, Gordon, is Lee Griffiths starting. Yeah, I think that's a big boost for Neil Lennon. I think it's a big boost for the Celtic fans. Uh, I do believe that Lee Griffiths was missed um, when he was absent from the Celtic first team. Uh, He's a boy that loves playing football. Hopefully everything that went on before that is well behind him now and he can start concentrating and doing what he does best. And that is he's a very talented Mm. footballer that can score goals for Celtic and that's important for him. Well, I can tell you Celtic were 1-0 down to SC Pinkerfield from a mistake from Connor Hazard, but I can tell you Lee Griffiths has picked up where he left off. He has just scored to equalise. Just on time. He must have been listening to the show and decided to help us out, Alison. That's the one thing you get from Lee Griffiths. Mm-hmm. He can score goals. He knows where the back of the net is, and that is a great asset to have, and Neil Lennon will be delighted that he's now back playing football. Yep, 36 minutes played in that pre-season friendly is 1-1 Lee Griffiths with the equaliser. Let's go back onto the phones. We've got Michael and Greenock. Hello, Michael. Hello, Alison. Thanks for taking my call. Hello, Gordon. Hi, Michael. Hey, I just want to talk about uh, Kieran Tierney. Mm. It's, uh, I've seen the, the, the transfer go through today for Aaron Wan-Bissaka. £61 million. Pounds. And Kieran Tierney. The boy, no disrespect to the boy, the boy's won nothing in the game. Not played Champions League football. He's not even made a debut for England. He's playing under 21s. And they're talking 15 and 18 million for Kieran Tierney. What do you think, Gordon? Well, I'm certainly not going to put a price tag on Kieran Tierney. I will say that I think he's a fantastic footballer. One of the best going about, one of the best fullbacks going about. Um, 15, 18 million uh, doesn't matter what I think Celtic will not be interested in that whatsoever I'm ashamed I think not, I not be interested do you know I, I don't know I just Kieran Tierney lives not that far away from me he's a motherwell lad like myself I know his father <laughs> but I know his father very well uh, spoke to him a few times I've just got the feeling that Kieran Tierney it's not about everybody talks about money I don't think it's a great it's all about money he's obviously on a Fantastic contract to Celtic. I think the boy just loves playing with Celtic. It's one of those rare occasions where, you know, instead of going to his agent saying, you know, I can go and get X amount at Arsenal or these big clubs and I can treble my wages. I do not think 
that that is Tierney's remit. I don't think that's what he's all about. I just think he's a boy that he was a ball boy at Celtic Park. Mm. He's grown up with the club. They gave him the opportunity. He loves playing for the club. He w- loves winning trophies. I I would think it would take a a massive massive move to try and get to come back in. Yeah, of course you can. on you go, Michael. Yeah, hey, I was at Parkhead when he made his debut for Celtic in the Champions League. Mm. Ten minutes, sixteen years of age. Mm-hmm. Well, no many, no many sixteen-year-olds make their debut in the Champions League. What do you think of that? No, well, he's got all the talent in the world. You, yeah. It's not about his ability, this boy. It's, there's a couple of things in this as well. You know, clubs might just test Celtic's strength in the transfer market. They might come in with. A, an absolutely ridiculous offer for Kieran Tierney. As you say, down south, you know, 15 millions like like peanuts to these big clubs like Arsenal mm-hmm. and whatever. And there are guys running about the English Premiership that you've hardly heard of, hardly played first-team football, getting sold for, what, 30, 40, 50 millions. And, uh, oh, you know, you've just seen one a day, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, price tags like that. But you're only, yeah, the, the thing, Michael, I've always said, you're only worth what a club is prepared to yes. come in and pay for you. But I'm sure that Celtic Football Club will have the value of Kieran Tierney. And I don't think it's anywhere near 15, 18 million pounds. Thank you to Michael in Greenock. Well, James Forrest has been speaking to about Kieran Tierney saying he won't be distracted by Arsenal's interest in him it's only na- he says it's only natural that left back will be flattered but also explains that everyone is desperate for him to stay at Celtic He's, he's, he's down to earth and he, he's had that it's, it's not the first season he's, he's been had links with other clubs and as I said he, he's dealt with it over the years like really well and I think it's, it's obviously it's it's a, it's a real positivity and, and it's, it's a good boost for him getting getting linked to top clubs but as I said like the last couple of years he's, he's actually been it's been tremendous, and I think there's not going to be any different this season. Obviously, like Celtic, when they bring like uh, young players like through the youth, I think it's it's always good to have have players like through the youth in, in the in the team. And he's obviously since he's since he started playing first team, he's he's been about it the full time. He's he's a big part of it, and yeah, no, I think it's it's, it's great to you, you want to keep your best players, and I think everyone at the club will, will want them to stay. Kieran Tierney obviously recovering after that operation that he's had and it's only natural that the Celtic players are going to say of course we want him to stay at Celtic Yeah, well you, you want your, your best players and uh, guys that you've you played with throughout the years and won the trophies with to be beside you uh, going for the next one and you know they know how much that Celtic means to a lad like Kieran Tierney uh, I, I can't see it I could be wrong because football surprises you all the time mm-hmm. now Alison but I, I can't see Tierney uh, being away from Celtic at the start of the season. I want to go back on to lines. Jim and Steps has given us a call. Good evening, Jim. I take my call. Um, I'd like to speak to Gordon, if it's possible. Of course. Hi, Jim. Hello, Gordon. I remember you when you played for Wraith Rovers. Yeah. Um, I've been watching football quite a long time. Um, I go back to the days of Ledger Reed, McGowan and Gibb. Oh, well. Davison Persaise Hewitt Know what team I'm talking about? No I don't actually That's too far back for me Right uh, Howitt O'Donnell Sharp and Walker Partick Thistle Oh right, right Sorry Sorry Jim Yes <laughs> That was a long long time ago <laughs> Well actually Why I'm on Was I heard you earlier on Speaking about this Severity of these medicals That the players are getting 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially with David Turnbull going on just now. And well, what I can gather, what I've heard, is it's a comparatively minor thing too. But if the, these tests are so thorough, how did the likes of Marvin Compere and was it a Boer getter? And even on Carlos Pena for Rangers, how did they get through any of these medicals? Well, I don't know the, the, the fine lines of this, Jim. I don't know exactly what the actual problem is. I'm a little bit like you. You hear things that it's a a minor thing. But when you're dealing and Celtic are paying out the sort of money and it looks like the lad needs an operation, um, then you, I, I do believe that Celtic are quite within the rights to be cautious. You talk about those probably great players that just before my time, Jim, years and years, we never ever knew anything about medicals. You, you you turned up and they just looked at you and thought, yeah, on you go, sign the contract and away you go and play your football. Nowadays, these these guys are called athletes. Everything's tested, absolutely everything. And if anything flags up, then that has got to be sorted out before things go through. And that's just the way it is. Um, as I say, I touched on a point about John Hartson. Look at what Rangers missed out in Hartson when he, he yeah. failed a medical at Ibrox. And he went to Celtic Park and, uh, you know, ended up and the rest is history. And it was a great move for Celtic. Um, but I just feel, I feel for the boy. I really do. I know that the both clubs are sitting saying, right, how can we get, how can we find a solution to this? But you're looking at a young boy that should be just now working hard and training and looking forward to playing with his new club. And unfortunately, that's not happening. Thank you to Jim for his call. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're back after the travel with Stephen. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL here with me, Alison Conroy, until seven o'clock tonight on Clyde One at Super Scoreboard. Well, St Mirren are speaking to Jim Goodwin after finally confirming Oren Kearney's deport- departure following an alleged fallout with Chairman Gordon Scott. It was a two-line statement that confirmed he was no longer manager. It said the board can confirm Oren Kearney has left the club by mutual consent. The club wish to thank Oren for his time in charge and wish him every success in the future. Oren Kearney himself released a statement, a little bit of it for you. I'm gutted, but my time was up. That was crystal clear. I gave 100% commitment to the cause as I've done at any club I've been at as a player or manager. I'm very proud of the job I did and the turnaround I made. Just sad not seeing it through. He also thanked his backroom team and the St Mirren fans but not the chairman. I was overwhelmed with your support throughout the season as we got stronger. So did you. You will always have a place in my heart for the faith and backing you gave me and how you welcome my family and friends. Together we rebuilt the important bonds needed between any club and supporter. I wish you all even better times ahead. Gordon, your reaction first of all that St Mirren are looking for their eighth permanent manager since Danny left in May 2014. Yeah, no, no stability at all, Alison, mm. and sometimes that hurts you. Um, Kearney was brought in. I wasn't a big fan, I've got to say. Uh, he came in after Stubbs had been what, four mm. games in charge. Uh, I don't think that was enough time, but uh, St Mirren fans didn't like the signings. Obviously, they you know, Gordon Scott, Tony Fitzpatrick there, lovely guy. Didn't like the signings, didn't like the way the club was gone. Brought Kearney in. Mm. I thought he struggled big time. And, you know, a success for St Mirren where their chief exec at the beginning of the season was talking about top four place. 
survived in the Premier League because of Dundee United's terrible penalties. Yeah. So, as much as you can say, yeah, well, the end game was probably to stay in the league. I'm not surprised about this. I'm not surprised at all. I know. I know that. We think the issue is about the the commuting. No, back I don't and forward. think. Do you I, I, not think no, so? Because he talks about no. in his statement, he's very proud of the job he did and the turnaround he made. Did he make a no, massive not turnaround? For, not for me. No, he, he could easily have been in the the championship. Now, I would have liked to have seen him given another chance this season to yep. see you know where transfer window in, in the summer, this pre season, everything under his belt to see what he could bring mm-hmm. to the club. So I think he deserved that. But I just think that um I think that Gordon Scott and the St Mirren board weren't too, you know, unhappy that he's probably leaving the club. But once again we're now looking at another manager, our talk of Jim Goodwin coming in there, a young promising manager, a lot of pressure. I'm sorry, I love I, I think St Mirren are a great club. I love Tony Fitzpatrick. I think he's a wonderful guy. You cannot come out a club of St Mirren and turn round with the finances and everything you've got, especially your first year back up into the, the, the Premier League, and say, well, I'm looking top four round about that. That is utter nonsense. Absolute utter nonsense. One, that one that puts the supporters thinking, right, there's no... I don't blame ambition, Alison, mm. but come on. Start having the real world thinking Our first season up Let's just go up there Tenth will do is We'll build We'll bring in some youth We'll start rebuilding the club To where we want it to be Then start getting your ambitions Higher and higher I don't think that There's people inside the walls Of St Mirren Football Club Disappointed that They do not have Owen Kearney as a manager St Mirren fans Give us your thoughts On the fact that Oren Kearney is now Officially no longer The manager And it could be Jim Goodwin That will be coming in To replace him He is having talks With the board This week Well Super scoreboard pundit And former St Mirren manager Alex Ray Joins us on the phone Good evening Alex Hello Alison How's Portugal? Oh Stifling I've had to sit in Bales all day today It's been too Yeah,ロスもね。あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの
you know, as, as Gordon says, the board have been culpable with this because they've known for a long time that this could have happened. Mm-hmm. And for it not to have been dealt with, then they actually have to kind of be responsible for that. Now, they have to get an appointment in quick. And I think Jim, Jim Goodwin's the perfect fit at this present time. From the players' point of view, obviously they've heard about the turmoil while they've been off. They have, as you say, turned up for pre-season training yeah. on Monday morning. There's no manager there. As they come in on Monday, they're you know, officially Oren Kearney's still the manager, but he's not. There's players need to be signed. Oren said just a couple of weeks ago that he thought he needed twelve signings. Yeah, absolutely. They effectively need another squad of players. You know, mm-hmm. another team. And Gordon will tell you the difficulties you have trying to recruit, particularly at this time, because it's actually effectively given everyone else a one-month head start. I don't think St Mirren signed a player. So whoever t- takes this job is effectively a month behind schedule. So when you're talking about trying to build it, it's hard enough trying to get players in over the course of a full season. So you know, they're going to have to try and kind of get their... F- but I'm led to believe Gordon's in America and I think Tony was away in holiday yeah, as well. So I think he came back I today, know, yeah. Well, I know Gus McPherson is obviously there as well and that's part of his remit to identify talent. So potentially Gus McPherson could be actually recommending players to the new manager. Um, but as I said, they'll have to hit the ground running. But the whole episode's been really poorly handled. Yeah, I do agree with you, Alex. Um, do you think it's because of... Uh, I know that they probably went with him again, but I think there was a lot of um, ambition that was set too high at the beginning of the season. And as I say, yeah. there's nothing up with ambition. Of course or not. But when you come up for the championship, you lose your manager, Jack Ross. You've sacked yeah. Alan Stubbs after, you know, four games and allowed them to bring in all these players. Obviously a rebuilding job. Oren Kearney's yeah. on record saying we need an R12. Was the ambition set too high? Was that the problem? Gordon, see when they were actually talking about fourth place last year, I think most people in the football would have said that is, it's unattainable. And it's it's what it does is it actually puts unrealistic expectations on the manager's shoulders. Now, I know exactly what the wage was in the championship. I haven't spoken to managers, well, <laughs> Alan Stubbs as well, so I now know what the wage is now. So it was never going to be achievable to get a top four finish. So that for me, that they had to approach this sensibly. And in terms of the Warren Kearney um, position, I think most of the fans would have been happy to go again with them next season. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. people that I've spoken to have pretty much seen, listen, they're happy with it done. The reception, I, I was at the game for the playoff, the very last, I think it was the 26th of May, and the reception the guy got was overwhelming. And it didn't suggest to me that any of the fans were going, we need to move him on in the summer. Mm. So the fans will be disappointed with Oren moving. Because as you said, Gordon, if they'd have given him another full summer to rebuild, who knows what the guy mm. might have done. It might have just been the same again, but you just don't know. But there seemed to be a bit of goodwill about uh, Paisley. You know, you look at the fans, the reaction, uh, the fact that he managed to keep them in the division. Because at one point, it looks as if they were well and truly gone. And, and you said it was done the United. There's all the reason why they were there. I would, you know, one of the reasons for me was Mole Club Dundee, you know, it's such a poor, poor season from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any other season, St Mirren might have even been dragged into an automatic, but, you know, Dundee never uh, kind of put up any fight at all, any resistance. So, but it's where they go from here. They really need to make an appointment soon. And if you're Jim Goodwin, you're looking at this, and I know it's a dream job for Jim. You know, he's a, he's a legend at that club, having won the cup there. So you look at that, and if, if where do they go if Jim Goodwin comes in and goes, do you know what, this is too much, too soon? And don't forget, he passed up the Dundee job recently, so it's not as if he's in a hurry to dive in anywhere anytime soon. 
So, you know, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jim had a look at it and, and maybe says, I'm not too sure that it's the right time for me because, because of the expectations so soon. Alex, thank you very much for joining us. We'll let you get back to... I don't know what you'll be doing. Swimming Put your feet pool. up. Yeah, in the pool. Just <laughs> oh, loving life no, no. on holiday. I'm, at, I'm just going to go and get a nice uh, sea bass, Alison. Quiet night tonight. Oh, sounds <laughs> terrible. Well, you enjoy that. Thanks, Alex. Take care. Bye, guys. Dear Alex. Alex Ray joining us on the line there. Do you think, given that the fans were fairly happy with Owen and Kearney, probably would have given them another season, they, they, they need somebody like a Jim Goodwin, who's a, a former St Mirren captain, he's been there, the fans liked him. Do they need someone like that to come in rather than another Owen Kearney type? No, I don't buy into all that, Alison. I think that football cl- clubs need good managers to come in and do their job and do it properly. And Jim's learned his trade at Alloa yeah. and been terrific there. Yes, it, of course, it helps. It buys you a little bit of time. But if you look at a club like St Mirren and you're a manager and you're walking in there and you're thinking, right, okay, I'm going into St Mirren. Great opportunity, great club for me. And it is a very, very good club, you've got to say. Great facilities at the training ground. What happens if it gets off to the worst start possible after three months and he's sitting bottom of the Premier League? Now, if you look at what's happened in the past with St Man managers... They're quick to make that change the, the, at that point. Yeah, you look at Alan Stubbs, you look at Kearney, the, you know, the, I know they've made the decision on saying, well, it has to, you know, commit by, you know, bring his family over and staying in Scotland and stuff like that. Well, why did they not say that when they signed him last season and said, look, one of the conditions of this job, if you're going to take it... After so long, you yeah, need to... We need commitment. Mm-hmm. We don't want you travelling back and forward. And um, if that was what they wanted to do, put it down in writing and then let the lad make a decision whether he wanted to go down the road of being the St Man manager. But Alex Wright, they've left it very, very late. I hope they get, I hope they get something sorted. Uh, I would love to see Jim Goodwin there. Um, I would wish him all the best. I think he's doing a terrific job. And uh, it'll be interesting to see because I've always had a soft spot for some men. I think they're a very good club. Yeah, you can understand why they're going for Jim Goodwin, not just because he's a former St Mirren player. What he achieved at Alloa last season on that budget. Well, I'm a great believer than managers like everyone else. Learn your trade. Go out there and, and see what it's like to manage as a part team team as well. Yep. Uh up against full timers, up against, you know, managers that had bigger budgets than Jim Goodwin. So he, he had to wheel and deal. He had to bring players in. He had to organise. He was maybe working two nights a week and looking forward to Saturday game, uh, whatever it may be. So He's, he's earned his stripes, Alison, and if he gets a, an opportunity of the St Mirren job, we wish him all the very, very best. I think he, he should have a go at it. Uh, whether it works out or not, then time will only tell with every other job. The understanding is the board are speaking to him. Aloha have given them permission to speak to St Mirren over the next couple of days. It could be done by the weekend if everything is agreeable. Celtic, of course, in pre-season friendly action in Austria against SC Pinkerfield. They were 1-0 down. Lee Griffiths equalised. We've just kicked off the second half. Celtic are now 2-1 up. Mikey Johnson with the second goal, Gordon. Yeah, a, a team that I've... I've not done a lot of homework and a lot of research on Alison, so uh, I don't even know if that's the right side. But uh, <laughs> if you want to name the players, great. But no, it's all about a bit of fitness, and this is it all starting now. The build up to the beginning of the new season, players will want to impress Neil Lennon over in Portugal. You'll have the Rangers players want to impress Stephen Gerrard, especially the new signings coming in. 
Everybody wants to hit the ground running. This is a very important time for big clubs. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We'll hear from Rangers new signing Shea Ojo after the travel with Stephen. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to thompsons.com. Gordon DL here with me, Alison Conroy, through until seven o'clock tonight. Gordon, I've just been watching you doing your stretches during that break. I could see you there. Yeah, just limbering but, uh, up for yeah, this last part. No, I've got no, not at all. <laughs> Try to stay, stay alive for the last part. I've got a back <laughs> problem that's killing me, Alison. Too much golf, I think. It's going to say it's a hard life, too much at golf. Well, Rangers Liverpool loan signing Shea Ojo says it would be great to link up with his friend Ryan Kent at Ibrox. Ojo also had lots, says he has lots of offers from clubs this summer, but it was an easy choice when Steven Gerrard came calling. Yeah, there was a lot of options. The main thing for me and when I was speaking with my agent and stuff was just having that club that's going to back you and you know you know that you're going to be you know wanted and part of the, the club and you, you're going to get the, the fair opportunities that you, you hope to, to get as a, as a lone player. And I think when Rangers obviously came in, even though it was early and I was, I was still obviously on my break at the time, but it was just a straightforward decision. I, I'd love to come for, play for Rangers and, and have that opportunity. And I think... Hopefully it'll be the right decision and then, you know, we can do big things this season and, and it'll stand me in good stead for my career. Obviously, in every team you want to play with, you know, great players and, and on, you know, on this day, he, he's, he's, he's a great player and I, I think he proved that last season as well. So, you know, if he was coming, then it would be nice to, to play with him again. Obviously, I played with him in the academy and stuff. So, you know, we know each other really well and, um, you know, it'd be really good for the club as well. Shea Ojo in at Rangers for the season on loan from Liverpool, Gordon. And you can absolutely understand why he would want to team up with Ryan Kent again. I don't think it's just Ryan Kent, Alison. I think the attraction is the manager. Yep. You know, Liverpool legend. He'll know him by working with him down in the academy. Um, he knows the size of the club he's coming to. Don't know a lot about him, but if he makes the same impact as Ryan Kent then I'm sure every Ranger supporter will be absolutely over the moon. Sounds a very confident lad. Uh, I'm sure he's got bags of ability. He'll be well coached. So I'm looking forward to watching this boy in uh, the, the season coming ahead. Brian in Lark Hall is a Rangers fan. He's given us a call tonight. Hello, Brian. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me okay? We can, yes. That's good. That's good. I'm going in the loudspeaker. That's why I was asking. Uh, I've got two points. Uh, one's for you, is it Alison? Yes. Yeah, uh, you've been involved in the media. Uh, Joe Arrivo had his medical yesterday, mm-hmm. and there was talk in uh, media outlets that he would sign tonight. Do you know anything? My understanding that? is that he is due to t- arrive at the club's pre-season training camp in Portugal tomorrow right, okay. and it should be confirmed later this week so there's nothing sinister I would say in this one so far my understanding is that he wasn't going to team up with them until tomorrow so the signing could be confirmed tomorrow or by the end of the week Right, that's fine That's fine uh, Right, I'll, I'll go on to my second point Yeah. Uh, as we got him to now uh, I'm an Rangers fan as you know but uh, I, I'd be challenged to, to say that Kieran Tierney's not a good player. He is. He's a very good player. Uh, he, he's certainly been the best left back in this country for the last few years. But he's playing in a league that isn't the strongest. I think we would admit that, you know, even, you know, involved, you know, in the game in this country. Uh, now, 
I think a Celtic supporter was saying, why did Juan Bissaka go for 61 million? I don't think we can compare like for like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bissaka has obviously done it for the full season because of Palace. Uh, and he's shown up enough for Man United to make that bid and Crystal Palace obviously to accept that bid. I think we need to get away from that. If Kieran Tierney is down to England, if he joins Arsenal and he's down there and then he performs at, at the level he's performed up here, then then he will go. The next move will be a bigger transfer. That's just the you know, realisation where we are. Nobody is going to overspend for players in this country. And it's the same for Belgium, Sweden, Norway. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know where I, I know where you're coming from. You can look at the the likes of Robertson, who had to go to Hull before he gets the big move to um, Liverpool. Van Dijk, the same. Southampton, the big uh, transfer to Liverpool. Everybody's got their opinion on players. Uh, I said when the caller came on, I wasn't going to put a value in Kieran Tierney because at the end of the day, it's whoever wants to buy him will yeah. look at that and think that's the value we think of him. The one thing I'm very sure of is with the talent the boy's got, I would have no problem saying he would be able to play in that league, no problem whatsoever, because he is a talented, talented boy. And you might be right, Arsenal might be looking at that thinking, do you know what, we'll offer Celtic X amount of pounds, if he moves on from Arsenal and goes X, Y and Z, then there's another big uh, money you know, transfer in it for the, the club, the same way as the, the, the Van Dyke situation happened. But as as talent goes, playing in that league, I would have no problem saying he could handle it. Thanks to Brian in Lark Hall for his call. Celtic, of course, in pre-season friendly action against SC Pinkerfield. Ewan Henderson now has them 3-0 up. So that's Lee Griffiths, Mikey Johnson and Ewan Henderson. 3-1. What did I say? 3-0? 3-0, yeah. No, 3-1. You are quite correct. Glad you're listening. Mm-hmm. I'm on the ball. Signing at Partick Thistle today, Gordon. Kenny Miller is in for a one-year deal. Turns 40 soon. Yeah, but the one thing you can say about Kenny is he's kept himself very, very fit. Good experience. I think that's a, a very clever sign. I think it's a good sign. Not just in the fact of, um, you know, Kenny's been into the management game. Okay, it was for a short time. He'll understand how difficult that is. So I think it'll be a big help to the party Thistle manager uh, on and off the field. You look at the, the, the job that Scott McDonald coming out of retirement, yep. uh, went to Firhill and achieved so I think that's a good bit of business, a good bit of experience in there because you need that experience to help you get out of that league. Chris Doolan, of course, left Partick Thistle at the end of the season. He has now signed for Air United and Scott is an Air fan. He's given us a call. Hello, Scott. Uh, good evening, panel. Um, Gordon, I've got a couple of points to you first. Um, first, I'd like to thank you for your time at Manager Air United and for the memorable wins against Kamarnock. Um <laughs> Oh, one, my first point is, do you still have a wee soft spot for here and do you follow him and how do you think Ian McCall will do? And also, how do you think Chris Doolan will do as a replacement for Lauren Shanklin? Well, I think first and foremost, um, I look at the results because Ian and Ian used to work in this uh, programme and mm-hmm. they get the opportunity to get back in. I'm delighted for him. Um, I think he's a very, very good manager. Oh, I, yeah, 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 and I'm over a moon for him, so I do have a little look at his results. 
Uh, obviously playoffs last season Looking to go one better You look at Shankland uh, You lose someone with the ability Of the goal scoring power that he had But I like the signing of Crystal I really do yeah. It's like a Kenny Miller type for me Ian knows yeah, exactly yeah. what he's getting with the lad He knows what sort of player he is Well he's worked before yep. he's, Yeah, he's yeah he's, exactly uh, So the respect will be there right away I think that's a good replacement because you're looking at one thing you can say about Chris Doolan he scored over 100 goals for Party Thistle yeah. so he knows yeah. how to score goals and you're trying to replace a guy who scored 50 goals in some like 61 games great research from me it wasn't really it was Stephen um, but you know that's a, that's a that is a good good bit of business and uh, I'm looking for I'm, I think every year United fan will be looking forward to starting a new season down there at Somerset Always a good place to play football, so we wish him all the best. Scott, how are you, how are you feeling about the new season after what you achieved last season and just, just missing out in that playoff? Oh, absolutely buzzing for it, absolutely buzzing for it. I mean, um, if we do the same as we did last season, and like you said, with the signings he's took on, and fingers crossed, hopefully we keep the young keeper doing Mm-hmm. I think we can achieve the same as last season, if not better. Scott, I think uh, the one thing that they're United fans, as much as Ian's doing a terrific job down there, you've got to really congratulate the chairman as well. He's back to club. Yes. He's back to manager. Um, yep. he, t- he took a chance in Ian, Ian McCall when everybody I thought sort of turned their back on him. He was struggling to get yeah, back into yes, management at that point. Yes, wasn't he? it was. He was struggling and. He decided, Lachlan decided to take a a, a chance on him. It's absolutely paid off for him. And it's paid off for him and well done to the two of them. And I think they've got a great working relationship and I wish them all the very best for the coming season. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott. That was Scott in Air, an Air United fan. Are you surprised, Gordon, that Lauren Shanklin could end up with a move to Dundee United not playing down Dundee United but mm. when you look at the attention that he was getting did you expect a club maybe in the Scottish Premiership or a club down south to be looking at Lauren Shankland when you look at the goals he, he scored yeah I think I think he will have one or two offers elsewhere Alison but Dundee United with the new owners and everything that's happening up there now remember they're a big club mm-hmm. uh, they're just in the wrong league um, so they're in very they're very ambitious to get out of that league and they'll, they'll be paying uh, a lot of money uh, they'll be paying good money and they'll be really ambitious to get into the, the Premier League and get back to where they, wo- they were once uh, before and I think looking at guys like Shanklin that you know you, he'll score goals especially in that league then I think that'd be a good move whether a lad wants to take that on or try further up sometimes as a player you look at a club and you think that's the right fit I'll get my games, I'll be able to keep playing rather than go to a bigger club and sit on the bench week in, week out. It's up to the player and agent to discuss what's the best move for his career. We see it every season, but the championship great looks like it's going to be so competitive again. You've got the two Dundee teams in there, you've got Air United, you've got Inverness. Yes. Yeah, and, and all full-time clubs as well in there. Um, well, apart from probably one. Um, and then what happens is you've got teams that are so ambitious to go there. It is a difficult league to get out, Alison. As bigger teams have tried before and failed, so it'll be interesting to see who wins it this season. And that's about it for tonight. Thank you for your calls. Andrew McLean's here tomorrow night with Mark Wilson. Remember, you can keep up to date with everything that's happening on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Ryan Borthwick is up next.
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com.